0: Hey, what is poppin' party people? It's your boy Cole. And today, I don't even know what episode it is, but I do know that it's Thursday, which means we're going into week five already. Oh, week five, oh. Kind of crazy. Week five of the NFL season. Today I'm joined by Zach Chignol. What's going on, chicks? What's up, Cole? Alright, so today, so we're just gonna go straight into our predictions. We're just gonna go straight into some NFL business. So we're gonna start it off Thursday night football, football going tonight. My Chicago Bears. Three and one. Going against Tampa Tommy and the Buccaneers, who are also three and one, it's going to be going down at Soldier Field. Jake, I'm gonna let you start it off. What's your prediction for uh, for
1: this game? Well, I'm, I mean, I, I I like the Bears to win this game because you mean I don't I don't like hate the Bears. I'm a Seahawks fan, but I don't hate them. But I think um, Tampa Bay's been hot lately. I think they're going to come up with a dub here, in 20, 24 to twenty one. It's going to be a close game for sure. But I feel like that Bears offense isn't going to be near as close as that uh, Tampa Bay offense. So I think uh, Tampa Bay is going to win that. Before I get into my prediction, I'd also like to mention
0: that my co-predicts record, as updated it. I'm 39. I have 39 correct, 23 incorrect, and one tie that we saw between Cincinnati and Philadelphia. So I said that's pretty good. My lock of the week record is also 3-1. and I just want to put that out there. But uh, let's get into my Thursday night prediction. I have – the Buccaneers taking this one 34-21. I think Foles is definitely going to bounce back, but the defense, is, I think, is going to have a rough game. Uh, I feel like – so last week kind of the defense was kind of on their game, only allowed 19 points to that Colts offense with the great run game. But uh, Foles didn't play well. I feel like the roles are going to kind of switch here. I think Foles is going to play well but that defense. Obviously, I think they're going to allow 34 points, not really ideal. <clears throat> Sorry. But yeah, I think the Buccaneers are going to take this one. I think Tampa Tommy, like you mentioned, he's going to continue his reign. He's so good. He threw like five touchdowns uh, last week. Yeah, last week. Came back against uh, the Chargers, and I think uh, Dave Montgomery is also going to have a solid game. But again, defense is really going to sell him this game. But a thing I'd like to note is that I think Godwin and Mike Evans are out. I know for sure Godwin's out. Godwin's out. Questionable. Yeah, I don't know about Evans. So, so maybe my bears. I hope so, because you know, obviously, big bears fan. So I hope they don't, uh, they don't play. <laughs> but uh, we'll we'll see tonight. But we're gonna get into our Sunday slate games. This game might not even happen. That's where we're gonna start off with it. But we're still gonna make our prediction: Bills versus Titans. I'm gonna go with this one. Uh, I have the Bills saying this one, 34 to 21, same score. I think Josh Allen is winning MVP. Uh, he's gonna be my player of the week prediction for Week Five too. I think he's gonna have an absolute baller game against the Tennessee defense. Uh. And I think the Titans are just very overrated. They're just not a good team. They beat the Broncos, they yeah. beat the Jaguars, and then they beat the Vikings. Like, congratulations! That's a,
1: That's exactly what I think. The Titans are very. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't call them like like I wouldn't call them bad, but I would call them all good. They're just like a medium team, but they are pretty overrated.
0: But they're they're not like dog shit. They're just shit.
1: Yeah, I got I got the Bills winning this game twenty five to seventeen. Josh Allen going to have another decent game here. I feel like he's, he's going to slow down. He's not going to win fucking MVP. I don't know what you're talking about. But he's definitely up there for MVP candidate. He's looking very good this year. Yeah, I like Josh Allen. So, me and you, both of the
0: Bills, who is going to 5-0. Which, yeah. anyway, I would say, guarantees them the AFC East. Well, we already think that, especially with candidate Now, these couple games, I'm
1: pretty sure the Bills yeah. are going to win this.
0: And the Bills are definitely going to get a top two, top three seed. Maybe even the one. I think Kansas City's going to lock that one up, which we'll get into that in a little bit. But we're going to get into our next game, Jaguars versus the Texans, two more AFC South teams. I have the Texans take this one 24-21. But what I've noticed a lot in these Jaguars games, that they are 1-3, in three, I'd like to mention. But all of their games have been extremely close. I think they lost to the Titans like 33-30. The Dolphins game was kind of ass, not going to lie. And yeah. then the Bengals, they only lost by, like, one possession. So, all these games have been tight, but I think that Jaguars defense is just so garbage, especially against Deshaun Watson, Will Fuller, oh, yeah. David Johnson, all those guys that I think that's going to really lead the Texans. And the Texans did fire Bill O'Brien this week – or last week after, uh, after their loss against Minnesota. Minnesota yeah. so they moved to 4-0. Houston is 4 – I mean, 0-4. Jesus. 0 four, which hasn't happened in a while for them. They've been pretty consistent throughout oh, yeah. throughout the 2010. So it's not really a usual season for the Houston fans. But hopefully they can take it back up. They have a pretty easy opponent in the Jaguars, and I have them taking that one by a field goal.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> I like this game. Deshaun Watson is going to step up, and that Texans team. I mean, they have they have some some decent weapons, but I mean, they're just playing they're playing. Real good teams, too. So you can't really judge them for losing those games. But I the Texas win this game 30 to 17. And Sean Watson, he's going to step up. He's going to throw by three touchdowns. And yeah, I feel like they're, they're going to do pretty good.
0: Well, so the Texans,
1: I'd like to mention three of their four
0: losses came to, I'd say, top seven teams the Chiefs, the Ravens, and the Steelers. Yeah. We'd like to mention that. So do you think that still falls on Bill O'Brien or does that fall on the defense of the Texans?
1: Honestly, I think it's a little bit of both. Bill O'Brien is like he's a fucking he's an awful coach. But that defense is that defense is stellar man. Their their defense is terrible. I mean, their offense their offense isn't bad but it's not like great either. Like that whole team is just like not really like all that good especially with that with Bill O'Brien. They they just fired him so that's good. I feel like the next year I, yeah, next year is going to be their bounce back year. I feel like they're gonna be, they're going to be a playoff team. They're going to be pretty good.
0: Well, yeah, right now, so the Texans have an interim head coach, but hopefully there's going to be a lot of good free agent opportunities. And we see some great offensive and defensive coordinators that I'm, I'm sure are interested in head coaching guys. Yeah. For years now, Josh McDaniels, the um, Patriots offensive coordinator, obviously Tom Brady, Cam Newton, have been some of his notable quarterbacks. I think he signed with the Colts a few years back and then was like, nah, I don't want to play. I don't want to coach for you guys. Went back to New England. So we know he's interested in coaching. Maybe Houston could be a big destination for him. I don't know. That's just my thought. Possibly. We're going to get into our next game. We got Bengals versus Ravens. I have the Ravens winning this one by eight points, 33 to 25. The Ravens rushing attack. We've been saying this for weeks, Chiggs. Mm -hmm. It's too good. It's so good. And the Bengals, you know, obviously they've only had one crime time game this season. That was against the Browns week two Thursday night football. And we saw it was kind of a shootout just because the Bengals could not tackle someone. I think Chubb and Hunt both had like three touchdowns combined. Sorry. Uh, and I just think the Bengals defense is so bad and the Ravens offense is so good. But I think Joe Burrow is going to be the reason why this game is so close. Obviously, I only think they're going to win by one possession. Joe Burrow's a competitor, he's a dog, he's a baller. But I think the Ravens are just going to take this one based off of the coaching, the defense, and really the O line.
1: Agree with that. I'm going to go with the Ravens here 34 to 21. I said Joe, he's trying his best out there. He's doing, I mean, He's doing. He's doing pretty good. Not gonna lie, but I mean, their yeah. team is just like, besides Joe Burrow and like ugh, Joe Mixon, their team is just terrible. But Joe Mixon, I, see, what I've
0: seen, especially in the fantasy football community, is that people just think Joe Mixon sometime a god now, but like they're forgetting about the first three weeks when he put up a combined twenty points in those three weeks. I mean, like, no,
1: he's not a god mm, for fantasy. He's 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 I don't, I, he's very inconsistent, but. He's got he's got great talent, but their coaching just I don't know it doesn't give him the ball. I and mean, whenever they did give him the ball last week, scored like three touchdowns. He was a beast beast last week, and to keep doing that, I think they're gonna keep winning goddamn games. Yeah, I mean I, I wouldn't say they're gonna win games against like, the Ravens and like the Chiefs know them because I mean they're just too good. But like, but they can beat the shitter teams exactly. The shitter teams like maybe the the medium teams they can beat those. The Bengals
0: the Bengals are in a place where I really wouldn't really want to be in. Like, I, I feel like the worst kind of place to be in is kind of how the Bears finished last year with an 8-8 eight and eight record. Really not yeah. good because if you're shit, you play like shit, you get a top-10 pick, that's awesome. And if you're good, you get to compete for a Super Bowl, compete for a title in the playoffs. So I think the Bengals are kind of in that area. <laughs> Obviously, like you mentioned, they can yeah. beat the shooter teams like the Jaguars, and then they tied to the Eagles. That was kind of stupid. Yeah, <laughs> But then they lost to the good teams, I think the Browns and someone else. Browns and the Chargers, which are two, I'd say, above average teams. So I think the Bengals are in a really bad place right now. I don't like the coach, Zach Taylor, who was the offensive coordinator for the Rams when Jared Goff took that team to the Super Bowl. So we know Zach Taylor's obviously had some coaching success, but I don't think the Bengals are a right fit. Yeah. What you mentioned about Joe Mixon is so would you say that Alvin Kamara is like a top receiving running back in the league? Probably top two, top Probably, three, yeah. right? Yeah. And, but in college, Joe Mixon had double the receptions and double the receiving yards of Alvin Kamara. And that just shows that coaching and all that really plays into the factor of how a player performs. Joe Mixon is one of the best receiving – he probably is one of the best hands in the league, but he doesn't get on any receiving plays because Giovanni Bernard's there. Yeah. Like, if I'm Joe Mixon, he just had an extension. I, I'd be regretting that. I'd try and force a trade. I'd try and do anything to get out of Cincinnati – uh, I don't like the way that he fits with that team, but he could play definitely well with another squad. Yeah, agreed. We're going to get into our next game. I've got, oh, my shit fest of the week. Carolina Panthers versus the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I have the Panthers mm. taking this one 20-10. I think both teams are garbage. Obviously, on in the Atlanta side, they have no Julio. He's been injured, and then he just got re-injured again uh, on Monday night against the Packers. And then the Panthers, obviously, no CMC. Uh, I think this game's gonna be really bad. Henceforth, the twenty to ten Panthers victory.
1: I do feel this game is not gonna be all that great. It's not gonna be a shit fest. I got the I got the Falcons winning, winning their first game, twenty four to twenty one. Mike Davis for the Carolina Panthers got him fancy. He's good. He's gonna be a key part in the in the Carolina Carolina offense. He's, the two weeks he's he started. He's been balling out. He's actually been doing he's, – he's doing very good. He's like CMC. It's like, like Black Brothers, but the CMC runs like – like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. That's my favorite, he's going he's gonna to have a good game. But Matty Ice and Calvin Ridley after his um, no reception game yesterday. Oh, uh, I forgot actually, to tell you.
0: I like to mention all you viewers at home, all the millions of people – Listening to this from their couches, from their bedrooms, on the shitter. That I was up by one and a half points going into the Green Bay versus Atlanta game. Or was one. It was one point one. I needed Calvin Ridley to not catch the football, and he did it. And I won. I'm so happy about that. I just like to bring that up. But that was awesome. But yep. we're gonna get into my lock of the week. Boom 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 dum boom boom. Lock of the week. I have the Chiefs taking one over the Las Vegas Raiders now, 30-17. to 17. The Chiefs are the best team in the NFL and will continue to play like that yes. in Week 5. I think Clyde's going to bounce back nicely. I hope so, at least, because he's on the fantasy squad. Need him to play well. He was my first-round pick. And I think the Raiders aren't really bad. They just aren't good, similar to the Bengals scenario. I think they're a lot better than the Bengals, but obviously we saw them. They're 2-0. They beat the Saints, who I think have regressed significantly. But they also lost to uh, – who did they lose to? The Panthers? No, they beat nah, the Panthers. They lost to the Patriots, which kind of sucks for them. But I don't know. I think the Chiefs, they don't really have a chance. The Raiders don't have a chance against the Chiefs. Offense is too good. The Chiefs' defense has been totally consistent. They're my
1: lock of the week. Uh, I'm going go a little bit of an edge right here. I feel like it's going to be a, close, it's going to be a closer game than people think. It's like the Dolphins-Seahawks game last week. Like I said, it's gonna be a closer game. My ninety-seven to three
0: prediction didn't really pan out. there. But this this y'all yeah, still got the dough, yeah.
1: but it's gonna be a closer game than people think. But the Chiefs, the Chiefs' offense, it, as you said, their defense has been performing really well, especially against the Ravens. I mean, I, I would say Patriots, but the Patriots, like, they kind of lost a few guys there, so it wasn't really that hard. But <clears throat> yeah, their defense offense has just been stellar. Two probably like the two best in the league. And, yeah, I'm going to have him winning that game 34-30. Closer game, but the Chiefs will pull out.
0: I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast, but I think the Raiders' success is really derived through Josh Jacobs. And I think he needs to get it going. Obviously, we saw him with the three-touchdown game in week one against Carolina. But uh, I th- I'd i say he's regressed in these uh, in week two, three, and four. Uh, he still leads the NFL in, in touches. He's number one out of any player in – times he's touched the football, but I just think that O-line really needs to step it up if uh, they want to create space. And I think another big part is really including uh, first-round pick Henry Ruggs. That dude's got blazing speed. We saw that at Alabama. Uh, Next was Gary Judy, and he was getting the ball from Tua. But uh, if your wide receiver one's name is Hunter Renfro, and he's a white guy with a receding hairline, (laughs) you need to fix some issues. Obviously, we saw that Antonio Brown kind of left last year. I think Ruggs really needs to step it up. Uh, John Gruden really likes him. He said it in an intervie- interview before. Especially him being the wide receiver, too. He's going to be uh, matched up against not-so-good uh, defensive backs. I think Ruggs really going to need to get it going, especially with Jacobs If the Raiders want to continue to win some football. Yeah. But uh, next thing we're getting into, going to I kind of made up this uh, kind of prediction on the fly, but it's going to be like blowout of the week. Uh, had the Cardinals taken this one over the New York Jets, 45-6. to Whoa. The Jets tank for Trevor Mode. Sam Darnold is not the guy, even though I love Sam Darnold. I think Sam Darnold could be such a good quarterback if he had good coaching, if he had a good offensive line, if his wide receiver, 2 wasn't an undrafted rookie. Uh, I think he could be so good. And his running back was not 42-year-old Frank Gore. But we're seeing Le'Veon Bell come that, back this week. Let's see if that plays a factor against the Arizona defense, but I don't think it will. Uh, I think the Jets are going for Trevor Lawrence. I think they're going to go 0-16. And uh, uh, another thing I'd like to mention for the Arizona side is I think that Kenyon Drake is going to put up a Joe Mixon like performance. Now, I'm not saying that, you, that Kenyon Drake's going to have a, a good season because I don't think he will, but I think he's going to have a kind of an unusual fluke game, uh, kind of like Joe Mixon did. Even though I like Mixon coming into the year, he hasn't been used properly as well as uh, Drake. He hasn't really been used properly. But I think he's going to ball out against the Joe He's going to kind of be. A big factor in that forty-five to six.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but it's going to be a, it's going to be a lock. Uh, the Cardinals over the Jets, thirty-four to fourteen. Leviat Bell is coming back. I, I said that's a blowout. Leviat Bell and Kenyon Drake are both going to have very good games. I, I I can just feel it. Kenyon Drake against especially that terrible Jets Jets defense. He's going to he's going to have a he's going to have a great game. He's going to bounce back from like. Is week one, he's only had one touchdown. That was in Week one, so he's going to get two in this game. And of course, the dynamic deal, Kyler and Hopkins, are going to have at least one. And but Le'Veon Bell, let's not forget about him. He's gonna he's gonna have a bounce back. I think he'll have a touchdown. Probably. I think he'll have fifteen fantasy. I'm gonna break fifteen fantasy points this game for bouncing back and being injured. Le'Veon Bell in 2017, in 2016. He
0: was a top three running back year in and year out. Yep. He's kind of he's kind of comparable to Todd Gurley. We saw Todd Gurley uh-huh. dominant with the Rams, and then he kind of got hurt by injuries. We know he has arthritis in his knees, and I just, I kind of learned this is that Todd Gurley really doesn't practice on Fridays. The team gives him a break off. Atlanta does, which is kind of smart. You want to get your guy healthy for the weekend, yep. and uh, I think we're, we're seeing that with Le'Veon Bell. I think he got hurt for a couple games last year. He's injured this year. I think he's getting he's obviously getting up there in age, similar to Julio. Uh, Julio's 31, so he's going to kind of regress. I think that's going to happen with Le'Veon, too. But I think they need to manage Le'Veon the way that Atlanta is managing Gurley. And I think you can see some prime performances out of Le'Veon. Yep. We know he has that ability. We saw it with Pittsburgh to be an absolute big-dick baller. But uh, I think they need to uh, manage him pretty. And Speaking of the Steelers, they're going to be our next game, Uh. Philadelphia Eagles versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. I have the Steelers also keeping their undefeated streak going. I'm pretty sure they're still undefeated. Uh, the Steelers taking this one 26-19. Big Ben is such a good football player. Comeback player of the year candidate, definitely. I think now with uh, Newton coming down with the Rona, Big Ben is definitely a lock. Five games into the season, I'm already saying that. And then the Eagles suck, Dick. Uh, they they won uh, on prime time last night, or last week, but they obviously played Nick Mullins, who just, kinda of choked the bag, but I think the Steelers are gonna take one twenty six.
1: Alright, well you might hate me for this, but sorry Joe. Sorry Steelers fans. This has been my upset of the week. I think the Eagles had a good had a good game last week against the Niners. Took that day. I didn't once, played, played like a dick, big dick baller, as you said. And I got the car I got the the Eagles win this game. 30 to 21 over over the damn fucking Steelers. Steelers. Sorry for Steelers. Us right But the Steelers, Steelers defense to have a little little day off. They're going to be they're going to be snoozing on the, the Eagles offense. And the Eagles offense is going to show them up and they're going to perform really well, I think.
0: Would well, you say that Miles Sanders has a big game?
1: I don't go that a pretty a pretty good game. Miles Sanders love Miles my- mean, I'm a fan. I'd say, I wouldn't say he's like a super, like a super Mm -hmm. superstar running back, but he's definitely an elite, elite, like solid running back area. He has been performing really, really great this year, but there's only been four weeks, currently, so he can't be performing well. So I think, I think he'll step it up and put it game. (laughs)
0: Yeah, he got off to a slow start in his rookie season, but then he really, really bounced back in kind of that back yeah. half of his rookie season. Yeah. And I think he was like top five in rookie of the year voting. So out of Penn State, but I think Miles Sanders is definitely going to bounce back. He's playing against the Steelers' defense, so that you know that might be a burden. But I think Miles Sanders, especially behind that Eagles' O line, they are banged up. I don't know why. I'm, really, the Eagles, fuck, I'm just realizing this. Yeah, they, they are, are awful, but I think they're going. Carl- well, the O line's banged up. Uh, they don't have a lot of receivers. Yeah, the Eagles do suck. You know, I'm changing my prediction. Instead of twenty-six to nineteen, I have it twenty-six to ten. <laughs> I forgot how bad they. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but the next next thing we're getting into we do the Rams versus the football team. The football team I, again. I think they're in that same Bengals position. They're gonna finish seven and nine, eight and eight, six and ten. Not good enough for a top ten pick, but not good enough for the playoffs. But you never know with that <laughs> NFC East. They're so garbage. I think the Rams going to take this 27 to 17. The Rams are so good, like I mentioned. I think they're actually going to be my dark horse Super Bowl team. We saw them make it two years ago. I don't see why they can't do that again. And I think Kyle Allen, uh, Ron Rivera just announced that Kyle Allen is going to be the starter this week instead of Haskins. I think Haskins should come to Chicago. We saw him ball out at Ohio State. Uh, I think if he's under the right coaching, shout out Matt Nagy, I think Haskins could be the guy and we don't have to waste our, our first-round pick in Chicago on quarterback. That's my thought process, but I think Alex Smith could be the quarterback for this team. We saw him absolutely ball out in 2018. We saw him under Andy Reid absolutely ball out for the Chiefs. Kind of was Patrick Mahomes' mentor. I don't see why he can't do that again. Obviously, we saw him absolutely get his leg like snapped. I'm surprised how he's not in a wheelchair still. <laughs> Jesus
1: yeah, but, uh, I don't
0: really, I don't, I don't, I don't follow the football team much. But if Alex Smith was playing anything like his 2018 self in practice and in training camp. I think it should 150% be that starter. Uh, Kyle Allen should, name shouldn't even be in the equation. Either Haskins or Smith, I think is the guy for the yeah. football team.
1: So my number 2 picking the division this year, the Rams going against the football team. Once again, football team fucking suck. They're terrible. They're like one of the... I don't even think that they're bad, terrible, dude. So um <laughs> I mean, they're, they're 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 definitely rebuilding, just like them, the Jets, all those shit, all those shit teams. They're rebuilding, and the Rams are gonna take this one, 26 to 11. Weird, weird score, 11. But the Rams Rams offense is good out. I mean, they only put they put up 17 points against the Giants last week. Very disappointing. I had Robert Woods and Daryl Henderson going. I thought Daryl Henderson was going like have a great game. Robert Woods great game, and they both really really just didn't do that good, but they're going to bounce back. Henderson and Woods, both going to be great. And, yeah. Henderson sucks. Henderson's Sorry. a beast. Henderson I mean, I, I, traded. I traded him, but still.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was not that much confidence yeah. at him But getting into yeah. our next game, kind of going to be a snooze fest. Not a shit fest, but a snooze fest. One step down. Dolphins versus the Niners. The Niners did just lose against the Eagles, bro. So you never know. Rest of the Niners, they're pissed off. I think they're gonna win this one 31 to 20. They want some revenge and they're gonna take it out on Miami. Uh the Dolphins just aren't a good football team. I'm sorry, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think Tua needs to be that guy. You're a big Tua hater. Uh, I'm, I'm, not a big really Tua like, I'm a big Tua supporter. I like hater. Tua.
1: I think He's just coming at the end of the year.
0: And then for the 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 notes thing I had here in my notes section, I have Christian Bethard with a goat emoji. Now, I assume he would be the starter this week because, Chigs. I don't know if you watched the Sunday Night Football game. He kind of – obviously the easy one. But uh, Bethard, his first drive in the game, I think he went like seven for eight with like 80-yard passing. He got into a nice rhythm, and if he can continue that into week five's game against Miami, I think he's really going to have some success, especially against a a weaker defense. But
1: Niners – they're my my, la- my last pick of the division this year, and they're gonna be pretty mad. But unlike your score, I'm gonna flip flop it. I think the Dolphins are gonna win this game, 31 to 20, over the Niners. The Niners are very good, healthy, but they had so many injuries this year. The one the one positive thing is, um, Ioke and Debo and um, George Kittle. All coming back looking looking very, very good, not going to lie. George Kittle after an amazing week. But I think their defense mm. isn't going to hold up against, present the, the Dolphins' offense. The Dolphins can score for how many points they score scoring the Seahawks. They can definitely score on the, the Niners, too. I just feel it. Another thing I want
0: to bring up before we get into our next game is that the, May, or the governor of Florida just announced that all uh, Florida stadiums are going to be allowing a hundred percent capacity. I that. So uh, I don't, I don't know if it's who's home this game or I, I might have to check that, but uh, a, a home crowd might definitely play a big part in that. And uh, the dolphins, obviously COVID regulations. I don't think it's the safest yeah. idea to have a hundred percent. I think the bears should at least have some fans instead of 0%, maybe like a 20, 25%, but I think a hundred percent is a bit outrageous, but, uh, that that home kind of field advantage might play a, a yeah, probably a really way cool. bigger advantage in this season especially because like imagine imagine you're the Bears right you, you have a three game home streak let's say you play uh you, let's say you play at home week six seven eight right complete silence to get used to it then you go into Miami for week nine and you see your screaming fans and something you're not it's not something that you're gonna be used to especially in this season that I think. They might have an advantage. It's crazy to say, but I think it's costly. Agreed. Next game, we're going to be getting into an NFC East matchup. Giants versus the Cowboys. Kind of a shitter fest, not going to lie. A lot of shit fest this week. <laughs> but I have the Cowboys taking this one 23-21. I think we're going to see a Greg Zerline, Greg the Leg, game-winning field goal. I think the Giants are just such a bad team without Saquon. I say this every podcast, yeah. I think. But saquon uh, Saquonless Giants are just so garbage that uh, – I think the Cowboys are gonna take this one, but I think the Cowboys—they're garbage too. But they're—they're—they're they're, yeah. they're less garbage.
1: Well, the Giants—they're—they're god awful. Cowboys—Cowboys though—they've they got the talent. They have the talent all over the place. I mean, their defense—their defense going into this year looked amazing, but I mean, coming out of this year, they're gonna be probably a bottom bottom ten, maybe even worse than that. I mean, they're looking god awful on defense, but their offense is looking phenomenal. Their offense is looking very good. Dak Prescott, potential MVP candidate. I mean, I don't see him winning anything. But I'm going to have them win this game 31-21. to As he said, Giants without um, Saquon, they're, 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 they're terrible. They're not very good.
0: A crazy stat I saw this morning on Instagram is that the record for passing yards in a season I think is like 5,700 by Peyton Manning. And Dak Prescott is projected to get 6,500. That's oh, that's almost 800 more, more passing yards. That's like two, three games more worth of passing yards. So I think if Dak continues to play like the way he has, even though the Cowboys are losing, he's been playing well. And Peyton Manning obviously won MVP that season. I think it was 20 it was 13, 14, or 15, one of those three seasons. But uh, I think if Dak continues to play the way he has, I think the Cowboys are going to figure it out as it goes into the season. Obviously, new coach, Mike McCarthy. He had success with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, I think, won an MVP under him. Why can't Dak Prescott? He's young. Uh, I like Dak, though. I like him. I think he's a bit too cocky. Obviously, he wants, like, $100 like, every season. But, uh, yeah. But uh, next game we're getting into, this is going to be my game of the week. Game (laughs) of the week. Toronto versus the Patriots. It's kind of crazy to think about. But I have the Broncos taking this one 24-20. Could be a potential upset of the week, too. Uh, I think the Pats are all over the place after the loss versus Kansas City. I don't think Cam Newton's returning. Uh, the starter, both – they had two quarterbacks play against Kansas City. Uh, Brian Hoyer, who former Chicago Bear, he sucked dick. And then Jarrett Stidham came in. He sucked even bigger dick. So, I think the Pats are all over the place. I think the Broncos are on a very high note. Obviously, Drew Lock Horsecock isn't playing. I think he might be out for the year, but I don't know for sure. But I think on a high note, they did just beat the Jets, which isn't something to be proud of. But if you're the Broncos and you're not that good of a team, I think they're going to be really proud of that, especially prime time game Thursday night, really, really big confidence booster. And I think if they're playing a shit quarterback like the Patriots, I think they could take this one very narrowly. I think Melvin Gordon's going to kind of be that deciding factor in the Denver offense. And I think he's going to be the reason why the Denver Broncos are taking this one. Over Bill Belichick and the Patriots, twenty-four to twenty. <clears throat> I'm also going to go with
1: the Patriots. I mean, they lost their, their two plus two best players to Rona. I mean, that just that just sucks. They lost Cam Newton and Gilmore. I mean, ran in Defensive Player of the Year, and then honestly, my pick for Comeback Player of the Year both got Rona. But, um... he was my pick for MVP.
0: <laughs> and he was. I would say he was playing like an MVP, but he. He was pl- He was showing MVP yeah. kind of flares. We saw the yeah. four rushing touchdowns in two games. I think. Uh, so it's just kind of he, he was playing pretty well, especially for not being able to for that like starting in like a year yeah. and a
1: half or whatever.
0: He he, he yeah. was playing. Well. He was
1: playing very well. But yeah, this this is not going to be a game of the week. But I'm gonna get to. I'm gonna have the Broncos win this game, 18 to 14. Low scoring game because uh, both teams haven't haven't. Going with injuries and in the Rona and all that, so it, it, I don't think it's gonna be all oh, that impressive game.
0: All right, this one let's kind of going to see some emotions.
1: Upset of the week, I think the Browns are
0: gonna take this one over the Colts, thirty-four to ten. Fuck Philip Rivers, <laughs> fuck Jonathan Taylor, fuck Ty Hill, and I have the biggest fuck on Philip Rivers. That one's in all caps. Fuck you, Philip Rivers. That's all I have. What's your prediction?
1: Honestly, I wouldn't even call this an upset. I just and fuck Troy Hudak. Yeah, I know you're listening. <laughs> fuck you. All right, so. I wouldn't even call it like, an upset for the Browns, honestly. I think it'd be an upset for the Colts, win. I think the Browns are closing in on the top 10 team in the NFL. Look, their offense is very, very good. The Colts are the number one that defense in the That's NFL. True. But
0: Fuck you, uh, Darius Leonard.
1: But, I mean, the Colts are the number one defense, but they have played, no offense, Cole, they played four shitty teams. So yeah.
0: we are three and one. About to be four and one after the Tampa Bay victory. So I don't know what you're at. You predicted about. Tampa
1: Bay to win. Fuck. So, but I mean the Colts. I mean their defense is looking very good, but they played like four not one team that's that's decent, the Bears, and then three shitty teams. I feel like I mean their defense is very good, but it's not going to be as good as that Browns offense. That Browns that Browns offense, offense has been a red. Red fucking hot! About f- forty nine points in the Cowboys defense. The Cowboys defense have they have a great they have a great front seven. That Cowboys defense. I mean, they were tearing up that secondary though. So I'm gonna go with the Browns winning this game. I'm gonna go with thirty one to twenty one again. I have another thirty one to twenty one win, and the Browns are gonna take this one. going to four one.
0: Speaking of one of those shitter teams that the Colts played, we got Minnesota. Sunday Night Football. The Minnesota Vikings against the Seattle Seahawks. I have the Seahawks taking this one, 35-17. The Vikings just need to fire everyone. Obviously, their head coach is from kind of our neighboring city, Lockport. He's from Lockport. But uh, then under that, I just put Kirk Cousins with three laughing emojis because he's playing like a young Mitchell Trubisky out there. Actually, he's playing worse than Mitchell Trubisky because Trubisky's a goat. And I think D.K. Metcalf's going to ball out this week. Obviously, Xavier Rhodes had a down year last year from Minnesota, mm-hmm. but he's still decent. And then they just lost him to Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. That Vikings defense is so garbage. They kind of wasted their, their couple picks. I think mean, they got Jefferson, but they really need defensive help. And I think that coaching staff, Mike Zimmer from Lockport, really isn't helping us that out that much. But I think the Seahawks are going to take this one by 18.
1: So now, pretty, pretty large margin. I am a Seahawks fan. I love the Seattle Seahawks. I do, they're gonna win this game, but once again, like I said last week, I feel like it's gonna be a closer game. The Seahawks, they just never win a game by like so much. It's always a close game because their defense kind of chokes. You watch Super true, Bowl true. forty-eight. I mean, that was also how many years ago. So yeah. So um, what what's it called? So I had to see. I to holy shit that was already seven years ago. Jesus Christ, I'm old. So, um, oh my God. I got, I got the Seahawks in this game, forty-two to thirty. Actually, I'm gonna go forty-two to thirty-one. Forty-two to thirty-one. Delvin Cook. is What's with you I and mean, your I, thirty-one point game? Be so like everyone scoring I just, thirty-one points. I, I, I guess. Kinda, I just feel it. The Seahawks defense. I mean, I thought they were gonna be top ten this year. They're not looking top ten this year. They're actually, looking pretty bad. But thank God we have Russell Goddamn Wilson in an amazing offense. Best offense in the league, oh, other than the Packers. So, um, yeah, I got them winning that game. Dylan cook will play a key part in this. Uh, I balled out last week. And it is, it, it's 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 Kirk's month. It's 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 Kirktober. That's what that's what I would hear. hearing. I mean, they, they got they got their first win last week, and Kirk Cousins is that, he's gonna he's gonna be pretty good this game. Not gonna lie, you say you're, you're thinking he's a Mitch Trubisky. I'm thinking he's a fucking. Okay. I feel like he's gonna. I think he's gonna do pretty good this game. But, um, I mean, their defense is awful because so he actually swore like every fucking drive. All right. That's going to conclude this podcast. I'm Adolf Hitler, joined by Osama.